Blog Talk Radio. It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Well, good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Now, of course, I am Shana, and I am elated with joy that you are with us live this Tuesday night, August 9th. 2016. Now, I welcome you to a show literally for every single member of your household. I sure hope you're having one phenomenal week thus far as school continues to open for our students throughout the nation. And I certainly wish a great school year for all of our youth and may they continue to excel academically. You know, this national award-winning family radio talk show has had the honor of being on air for the last three years, and we have presented the exclusive interviews with leading celebrity experts uh, from every topic we've talked about, law, health, politics, education, music, pop culture, and so much more. And believe it or not, we are just getting started. We have more news talk for you. We continue to offer timely news dynamic talk, and awesome music. Now, I would ask right now for you to please hashtag LTA Radio, all caps, a lowercase, hashtag LTA Radio on your favorite social media outlet. Uh, Perhaps you love Instagram or you are very much obsessed with Twitter or the fabulous Facebook. Let others know that you are tuned in now live or if you're listening to me on the replay podcast, let them know also. Hashtag LTA Radio and that way they'll know you are tuned in live. Now, we certainly do have a new website, and I'd love for you to check that out. And if you go to the website, you can actually find our social media outlets. We're on all of them, so do check us out. The website is ltaradio.com, ltaradio.com. And if you're listening to us now, perhaps you're on the telephone because you have unlimited minutes on your cell phone, that is wonderful. But if you're ever interested in joining us uh, online or getting on your laptop or even on your cell phone, You can visit www.ltaradio.com, or you can also visit www.blogtalkradio slash Shana Thornton, and you can listen to us online, okay? Choose your preference. And quickly, if you have those free minutes on your cellular phone, or if you're still on a traditional home line, the number you can listen to us live on Tuesdays is 914-803-4284. So do connect with us. But right now, we are set for one phenomenal Tuesday night lineup. You know, there are currently over 1,800 active cases of the Zika virus within the U.S. Now, it's a critical health topic right now, and we are honored to welcome infectious disease doctor, Dr. Richard Prokash, to the show tonight to discuss this very important health concern. And he will take on your real questions. 
Also, are you up to date on the latest contraceptive options? Well, birth control options today are quite different from previous generations. OBGYN and Professor Dr. Alyssa Dwett joins us tonight to share some health information. And lastly, the president of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners, Dr. Cindy Cook, joins us tonight to talk about veterans and health care. I certainly recognize we have lots of veterans that listen to this show. So this segment is particularly for you, but if you're not a veteran, please stay with us because it's some great information she offers as well for you. You want to hear this. The entire lineup tonight is one great one, but it's also a brief one, so you want to stay with us. And right now, I would highly encourage you to message all of your family, friends, colleagues, and your next-door neighbors and let them know that Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is on now. We are live on this Tuesday night, and they don't want to miss this exceptional guest lineup. All right, everyone, so we are set. Remember, hashtag LTA Radio right now on your favorite social media outlet. Our signature in the news is up next, and that's where we highlight the top trending news of the hour. And, of course, you know we love phenomenal music on this show, and the one and only musician from Fort Worth, Texas, Impact will make his debut here on Let's Talk America Radio, where we are set, everyone. So it's time. Get ready. Here is Live Talk Radio with Substance. Safeguard Security Solutions is a certified, service-disabled, veteran-owned small business. We provide you with trained and trusted security guards. Safeguard Security is a trusted leader with proven expertise in a number of markets, including colleges and universities, commercial real estate, defense and aerospace, financial institutions, government services, health care, high schools, manufacturing and industrial, personal security, residential communities, shopping centers, transportation and utilities. For more information, please contact us at 678-369-7920 or at our website www.safeguardsecuritylc.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Latasha Matthews from Columbia, South Carolina, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. Hi, I'm Nikki Smith. I'm in Dallas, Texas, and I love listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. I love the fact that it's a family-friendly show, and it has great guests. It has great music submissions, and I think she's doing a wonderful job, and I will continue to support it, and I encourage you to as well. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Hey, how you doing? This is L. Hustle from Detroit, Michigan. You're now tuning into the Let's Talk America with your host, Shannon Thornton. Hi, this is Carol from Atlanta, Georgia, and I listen to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. Welcome back, everyone. Of course, I always continue to thank all of our national partners and sponsors. The support is priceless. Now, if you're ever interested in partnering with Let's Talk America Radio, please visit our website at www.ltaradio.com. And there you will find contact information to reach out to a member of our staff, or I'll save you a few seconds. You can simply shoot an email to admin at ltaradio.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at ltaradio.com, okay? Do connect with us. 
And every week, I just have to thank our weekly dedicated listeners. Thank you for finding a way to listen to Let's Talk America Radio. Often, it's live at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday nights. And sometimes, you have to go back and listen to the replay podcast because you've missed all of the show or certain segments. Thank you for sticking with us. Continue to stay with us. We are truly just getting started. Well, everyone, it is time for our signature in the news. And that's where we highlight the top news of the hour. And it has been one busy day already. We're set to kick it off. In the news, deadly storm in Mexico. The death toll from former Hurricane Earl rose to 43 in Mexico's eastern mountains. 32 of those people died in multiple mudslides in the mountainous region north of Pablo State. Some areas were flooded with the amount of rainfall equivalent to an entire month of normal precipitation. Now, the country is bracing for Tropical Storm Javier, which is expected to create a surge of moisture for the southwest U.S. by the middle of the week. In the news, Clinton leading Trump in the presidential polls. The Monmouth University poll released earlier this week has put the former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton with the support of 46% of registered voters nationally, while businessman Donald Trump has the support of 34%. While Libertarian candidate Gary Johnson has 7% backing and Green Party's Jill Stein has 2% of the support. Now, in a poll taken before the Democratic National Convention, the Democrat nominee led her Republican opponent 43% to 40% among registered voters. And finally, in the news, international games underway. The Olympics is underway in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and led by swimmer Michael Phelps, the U.S. men's swim team captured the gold in the 400 freestyle relay, while swimmer Ryan Murphy took gold in the men's 100 backstroke. All eyes will be on the beloved women's gymnastic team as it is highly favored to take gold in all-around team performance. And we will be witnessing history this summer as women's rugby makes its Olympic debut. The U.S. is leading the official medal count so far for the Games. Well, everyone, this is a wrap for this week's edition of In the News, but stay informed with Let's Talk America Radio as we keep you abreast of the top trending news. Continue to stay connected with the news by joining us on Twitter. Our handle on Twitter is S.S. Thornton. The handle for Let's Talk America Radio Show, the official handle, is S-S-T-H-O-R-N. T-O-N. Well, everyone, we have one phenomenal and very informative guest lineup tonight. We kick the show off with an infectious disease physician. He's an acclaimed one, and he's talking about the Zika virus. Over 1,000 cases active right now in the U.S. What does that mean for you and your family? Dr. Richard Prokesh takes that question on head on. Join us. Do you need to see a doctor today and can't wait two weeks for an appointment? Are you tired of waiting for hours on end in the emergency room? Well, good news. Get Well Urgent Care is open seven days a week from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Dr. Baruti and his well-trained staff specialize in minor surgical procedures like keloid removal, IV therapy, telemedicine, and a six-month physician-supervised weight loss program. Get Well Urgent Care is located in Douglasville, Georgia, Interstate 20, Exit 37. Call 404-937-3508 or go to www.getwellga.org. 
Welcome back, everyone. It is now time for our inspirational quote for the day. And today it comes from the one and only Jim Rohn, well known. He once said, time is more valuable than money. You can get more money, but you cannot get more time. Again, the inspirational quote for tonight's show of Let's Talk America Radio comes from the one and only motivational speaker, Jim Rohn, who once said, time is more valuable than money. You can get more money, but you cannot get more time. And you know what? I think that powerful statement really speaks for itself. Often we can put value on other things in life, but there are some very precious components of life, and time is certainly one of those. So it's perhaps how you choose your to use your time. Is it working on your dreams? Is it spending it with your family and friends, the people that really matter? Remember, you only have one life, and time is so precious. Keep inspiring to excel. Well, everyone, we will be back on in seconds, and we are highlighting the Zika virus. I am no expert, but here on Let's Talk America Radio, we seek those that are. An infectious disease physician joins me in seconds. He's going to break it all down. He's going to let us know, should we be concerned? Should you even be scared? He's going to take that question on head on. So please, message all of your family, friends, and colleagues, and let them know right now, we are highlighting on Let's Talk America Radio the issues that matter to you. Talk radio for the entire community. This is Atlanta-based gospel singer, Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix.com slash gospel singer. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shane Thornton. Yeah. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, you know by now that the Zika virus is trending all over the news, and many of you have expressed interest and concern in exactly what is going on. Now, I'm no expert on the Zika virus or any health condition, but you know we seek those that are. And right now, I am so honored to be sitting with a staff physician at Piedmont Henry. He's an infectious disease physician who's been in practice for over 30 years. I'm talking about the one and only Dr. Richard Prokash. Dr. Prokash, welcome to Let's Talk America Radio. Thanks, Shana. What an honor to have you on. I want to go right to it. Now, let's mention the facts. Uh, Right now, the Zika virus is nationwide uh, in the U.S. It's a growing health concern. The CDC reports that 1,657 travel-related Zika cases are within the U.S. That is not um, reporting out of Puerto Rico, okay? We're talking about the inlands of the United States. So far, over 40 Georgia residents, where Let's Talk America Radio was broadcast from, have contracted the Zika virus. But the CDC director has said that the number of patients with the Zika virus in Georgia and throughout other states will likely continue to grow. Now, Zika is now spreading locally in the U.S., meaning everyone, all of our listeners out there, that it's not just cases of travel. In fact, the CDC issued a travel advisory for a section of Miami. Now, what does this mean to your household and your family? I'm going to let the expert, Dr. Prokash, tell us all about it. First off, let's go to the basics, doctor. What is the Zika virus? The Zika virus is a form of virus that's related to other viruses that you may have heard of, like West Nile virus, dengue virus. Uh, It's um, a a type of virus that's called an RNA virus, 
that uh, has been around for quite some time, but has just become kind of prominent and, and newsworthy. Wow. So, you know, often I think we hear of uh, terms like the Zika virus, Ebola virus, and we say, well, these are new conditions. But I know you shared with me previously that often these uh, conditions have been around for a while, but it becomes more mainstream in the media, if you will, when people start to contract it in higher numbers, right? Correct. Uh, it's interesting because Zika virus was first discovered in 1947 in Uganda in, in a monkey oh, wow. when they were doing surveillance for another type of infection, yellow fever. Yes. And then about five years later, the first case in humans showed up. Uh, and then there really hasn't been a lot of publicity or, or outbreaks of Zika virus since that time. There was one island that had a lot of Zika virus okay. many, many years ago. And then now, all of a sudden, uh, there's been an outbreak and, and there's been a lot of prominence, especially in Brazil with the Olympics coming, et cetera. You know, we aim to inform here on Let's Talk America Radio. So something I learned, and I'm sure many of you sitting at home right now just found out that the Zika virus has actually been around since 1940s. Now, how exactly is the Zika virus spread, Dr. Prokash? Because that's the question so many people need to know. How can I get it? The most frequent way that it's spread is by mosquitoes, specifically the Aedes mosquito. Uh, so it's, the virus is picked up in the mosquito as a host, and when it bites the human, it transmits the virus to the, to the human being and to other non-human primates. I see. And so what are the symptoms? Because let me, that's the question. Let me just also, yes. uh, there are other, the other ways you can contract it, it's sexually transmitted, we okay. know now. Yes. And the theoretically, and I think there's actually been some cases in Brazil of blood transfusion-related oh, wow. uh, Zika transmission. Wow. So I do want to just break that down. You said it can't be transmitted um, through sexual activity, obviously. And I think that's where we have seen so many of the images of babies, right, who mothers have had the Zika virus and it has been uh, spread to the baby, and we're seeing some of the babies now with some special concerns. Yes, that's the other way it can be transmitted from uh, mother to, to fetus. I see. So, wow. So, sexually transmitted, and also we've seen some cases in Brazil where there's been some blood transfusions. Correct. But I want to make this clear for those because we want to be very responsible here on the show. So, it is not airborne. No one needs to panic and say, wait a minute, if I go around someone that has the Zika virus, I'm going to contract it. No, definitely not airborne okay. and definitely not transmitted by casual contact. Okay. It has to be sexual activity or the other methods I mentioned. You're not going to get it from drinking a cup after drinking after somebody that has Zika virus yes. and, or um, shaking hands or hugging okay. or that type of thing. That's just not going to happen. No. You are listening to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. We are highlighting, we are focusing on the Zika virus. That's right. It's all over the news. We wanted to present a segment where you were informed of the facts. I'm no expert, but we are so excited right now to have an acclaimed infectious disease physician who has seen a lot in his span of 30 years in medicine. I'm talking about the one and only Atlanta Metropolitan-based Dr. Richard Prokash. Now, Dr. Prokash, this is probably one of the most important questions someone sitting right now in Greenville, South Carolina, listening to this show. They're thinking, tell me the symptoms. Actually, in most people, there are no symptoms. Uh, at least 80% of the people that get infected with Zika virus are asymptomatic. 
The other 20% or so often will have typical viral type symptoms okay. with fever, a skin rash, muscle pain, joint pain, and sometimes uh, conjunctivitis or pink eye. I see. Well, and those sound like symptoms really that a lot of people can have anyway. So, I mean, I, I'm no physician like you are. You're infectious disease physician. You've seen a lot of different diseases over the span of years. But when you say things like the pink eye, a little fatigue, that sort of sounds like a virus the typical eight-year-old could have. It's not different than most viruses. Yes, I see. You know, so, and it is spread by the mosquito, correct? Correct. So, if we're bit by a mosquito and we're itching a lot and we're saying, wow, you know, I've gotten bit, and we immediately start to feel these effects, should someone be concerned with the Zika virus or will there be a days and laps before you actually have symptoms? The, what we call incubation period, the time where you're exposed to the infection and you come down with symptoms with Zika virus is, is about seven days. I see. So there is going to be a gap typically of seven days before you start to see those symptoms. Again, Dr. Richard Brokash just said that the symptoms often are very common or not very extreme. And most people you're saying, I guess it wouldn't be enough for them to be overly concerned about? As far as I know, there are no deaths from Zika virus. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing is people don't get sick enough to be in the hospital. It's a very mild illness, and like I want to reiterate, most people don't even get sick at all. I see. So that's important to know. So I want to say this because, of course, the Zika virus has been covered in all over the news, and there seems to be a lot of individuals concerned, and we always should be concerned about our health. But you're noting that, in all fairness, a lot of people uh, may actually contract it, and there may be no symptoms and it won't make you deathly ill. Correct. At I least see. 80% have no symptoms, and the ones that do have symptoms is very mild. And I want to say those who probably are symptomatic, is it fair to say, I know we've seen some elderly people who've had it, especially in Puerto Rico and other parts of the world, are there typically other underlining uh, issues there? Maybe they're older and, and perhaps maybe more ill? It doesn't seem that uh, Zika virus, the people that become symptomatic, uh, are necessarily older or immune compromised. For instance, there's no evidence to date that there's increased Zika virus uh, activity in okay. HIV patients. Okay. Uh, so it's just random who gets sick, but like I said, most people don't get very sick. I see. There's another very unusual situation that has happened occasionally with Zika virus called Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is a neurological disease. Okay. But that's quite unusual. Wow. You know, I know you said... Um, uh, probably a lot of people who contract it won't have the symptoms or get deathly ill, if you will. But, you know, you're an infectious disease physician. You're also a community member. You're a real person also, Dr. Prakash. How concerned should the public be about the spread of the Zika virus? Because it is in so many states right now. Uh, we're sitting in Georgia, Atlanta Metropolitan, and uh, there are cases, like I said, over 40 have been reported in Georgia. Those have been travel-related. Um, but it's out there. Should the public be overly concerned right now or keep an eye on it? I think, Shana, the, the latter, to keep an eye on it. Right now, the only in the U.S. transmission has been in the Miami area, as okay. you mentioned in your introduction. So right now, we don't have any cases that have been picked up by mosquitoes or transmitted by mosquitoes outside of Miami in the United States. So all of the other cases that have come up in the United States are travel-related. I see. So the general public in the U.S. should just keep an eye out, listen to the news, listen to CDC updates, whether it comes to their uh, area. Okay. Now, 
we do have mosquitoes all over the place, yeah. and, and we have the type of mosquito that carries this, so we need to keep an eye out. But I want to mention that this mosquito also carries a lot of other illnesses, wow. like dengue, okay. like yellow fever. Oh, wow. And we don't have that. So, I see. Okay. So we don't have to panic right now and okay. get all upset. Okay. So just be, uh, I guess, mindful or informed when we're going out and listening to the various media reports. Right. I don't want people, every time they get bit by a mosquito, to okay. start worrying that they're going to get some illness. I see. Uh, it's unlikely right now. Now, you know, we're all about information here on Let's Talk America Radio, but Dr. Prakash, right now I want to talk about uh, solutions or addressing the issue on the table. How can we protect ourselves from the Zika virus, or is it really possible to even? For instance, if you were traveling to the Olympics, it, and, or any country that has mosquitoes or has the Zika yes. more endemic, the usual precautions that we recommend for people is to try to prevent being bitten by the mosquito. Okay. So that would include wearing long sleeves and long um, pants. Yes. Uh, using insect spray. Okay. And in, in some countries where it's very prevalent, even using mosquito net if you're sleeping outside. I see. So the the main prevention is to pre try to prevent mosquito bites. Okay. You know, there has been a lot of advertisements and promotions I'm sure you've seen throughout the country where companies are saying, hey, the Zika virus seems like uh, they're focusing on it. Um, they're saying we can come to your home, we can spray. Uh, do you see that as necessary or in, even more effective than perhaps putting on the body spray? No, not at all. Okay. All right. And that's important to note. Uh, listeners, you are listening to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. We're putting the spotlight on the Zika virus. And we're here with the one and only infectious disease physician. He's also a staff physician at Piedmont Henry, Dr. Richard Prokesh. Now, the Olympics is taking place, Dr. Prokesh. You know that right now in beautiful Brazil. Um, however, we've seen reports that Brazil has been plagued with many problems and one of them being the Zika virus. Should the public take any any extra precautions when coming in contact with those returning or anyone traveling abroad, in particular that area of the world? The public in general does not need to take any precautions. However, uh, women that are hoping to become pregnant yes. or trying to become pregnant, if it's with somebody that's returning from Brazil, it's yeah. important to make sure that they have not been exposed to Zika virus. Okay. Uh, that's the main concern right now is the sexual transmission and the potential uh, effect on the baby that would be come to born. I see. And so in so many words, uh, she or he needs to be extra uh, careful, I'm sure, using some safe sex practices when perhaps, not saying everybody coming from that area, I mean, but there's a possibility. Correct. Yes, so need to be careful, and I'm sure you would recommend, Dr. Prakash, for them to seek medical attention from their physician or if a woman is in childbearing ages, to speak with her gynecologist or OBGYN about uh, the possibility of any uh, spreading there. Um, when should someone seek medical um, assistance? I know you said for so many people, mostly healthy people, they may not even notice any symptoms of the Zika virus. They may not even know they had it. It could have been months ago. Um, but if someone suspects that they've had some of the symptoms you so eloquently described, and should they immediately seek medical assistance? I mean, what's your professional opinion? Most of the time, they're going to get better without any medical assistance. Okay. So it's not necessary. Again, um, if they're in a situation where they're trying to produce a child, okay. that's a time where they should seek medical attention because 
then testing for Zika would be important to okay. prevent spread. And there would be advice, if Zika was present, to wait, uh, if you're the woman, wait for at least eight weeks. I see. If you're the male, because the Zika virus will last longer in the semen than it does in the blood, okay. wait for probably six months before trying to have a child. Just be informed and stay informed. That's but the normal, the normal uh, person that it's say in Miami to get Zika virus yes. that's not trying to have a child doesn't necessarily need medical attention. Okay. And of course, uh, listeners, this is an informative news talk program, um, but Dr. Prakash is giving general information. Uh, seek uh, specific medical advice if you are concerned. And especially, I'm going to say this, Dr. Prakash, tell me if I'm wrong, if someone has other underlining issues, maybe they have some other diseases um, or medical conditions and they're suspecting it, would that make it even more of an expedited manner to seek some medical attention? I think that's the fair statement. Okay. Thank you. You know, where can our national and international listeners go for more information about the Zika virus or perhaps the mosquito and maybe other diseases he or she or the mosquito, if that's right, they are gender-based, <laughs> they can spread? <laughs> yeah, I think the best site that's most up-to-date and, and updated is cdc.gov. Okay. They have a lot of information there, and, and it's what I would recommend. Thank you so much for being on Let's Talk America Radio. Special acknowledgement also to Piedmont Henry. We appreciate all of their assistance with setting up this very informative program tonight. Dr. Richard Prakash, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Shana. Are you looking for a family-based radio talk show that addresses the relevant issues and concerns of today? You have found the right option. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is your award-winning radio talk show that's for every member of the family. Check out our brand new website by visiting www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is talk radio with substance. Tune in. Welcome back, listeners of your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. And we are putting the spotlight tonight on your health because it is very important. Now, according to recent findings from the CDC, uh, the average age of U.S. women having their first child is at a record high of 26.3 years old, a nearly 5% increase in the past 15 years. Now, as more young women look to advance their education and careers, they uh, likely want to feel empowered to make important personal choices, including when it comes to family planning options. Now, I'm no expert at any of this, but we seek those that are. And right now, I'm so excited and honored to have the one and only uh, Dr. Alyssa Dweck on with us. She is Assistant Clinical Professor of OBGYN at Mount Sinai School of Medicine out of New York. Welcome to Let's Talk America Radio, Doctor. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. Now, you know that uh, family planning, uh, birth control options, uh, those questions come up a lot um, for women, their partners, their spouses, for families. Um, You know, here it is, 2016. A lot seems to have changed in the world of family planning. Um, From your professional perspective, uh, what contributes to that biggest change with women having children later? Well, look, I think women have a lot on their plates and a lot they want to get done, and I think that they are empowered now with so many choices for contraception, access to contraception, and access to education and information. They can make decisions to delay their childbearing so they can get other priorities taken care of. And we're lucky. We've seen changes that have allowed this to occur in a positive way. 
Wow. You know, um, obviously you're an acclaimed physician. You're also a professor. What changes have you seen in terms of family planning choices? Because I know um, probably the options and choices are very different from where it was uh, 40 years ago when most of the parents of uh, the current generation were around. Yes. Well, I think the biggest change I've noticed is in the LARCs, which stands for Long-Acting Reversible Contraceptives. Okay. So this is, this is a really welcome change, and that has become much more common, popular, and spoken about and requested, quite frankly, by even the younger population who have not had children yet. I'm specifically speaking of an IUD called Skyla, which okay. is a three-year reversible hormone-secreting IUD, very effective, very safe, and this is sort of the newer kid on the block when it comes to these long-acting reversible choices. So this is a very exciting choice, and like I said, the newest thing is that it's available for women who haven't had children yet. So uh, many women, men listening in right now know uh, the evolution of birth control, starting off with the day-to-day pill, uh, moving on to the patch, and obviously the IUD um, in a form before uh, the patch, and so many different options out there. Some may be asking that are older, uh, perhaps, um, but yet they're still with the options of birth control and contraceptive, saying, but are the long-term options just as safe as the older options that have been around? Yes, I think this is a great question. Look, the birth control pill is still probably the most common option out there for reversible contraception, but the LARCs have been considered very safe, and they are not the same as what was available in our mother's generation, let's say. So uh, I think this is really important to know. Keep in mind, these are individual decisions based on women's particular individual medical histories, their family medical histories, and the changes that go along from year to year for them individually, and it's a uh, decision made with partner involvement, with family okay. involvement, and the health care provider, of course. You know, you pointed out that there are options now that are uh, longer-lasting for women. When in a female's life do you think she should reassess her birth control options? Because I know you're saying the IUD specifically you mentioned, I believe you said, can go up to three years. Um, when should someone say, well, maybe I need to be, evaluate where I am now? Yes. Well, I think actually every yearly visit with a gynecologist is a perfect time to reassess because, after all, life situations and changes occur year to year and needs may be different. I will just make it for clarification purposes clear that that IUD I mentioned, Skyla, is good for three years, but there are other IUDs, the Mirena, which is good for five years, the Copper IUD good for ten years. So there are various choices with various nuances that are um, excellent choices for different people for different reasons. Donna Dweck, we have individuals on of different age groups, and some of those are in their late 30s and early 40s. Um, They're obviously able to still become impregnated. Now, they're listening to your options out there. Now, when they perhaps consider something three years or five years or even longer that are out there, would there be any um, side effects or anything they need to take note as they perhaps may be entering the stage of menopause? Well, that's an excellent question, and I think it's very important to note that you're not in menopause until you've technically been without your period for a full year. So these women in their perimenopausal years still need a form of contraception if they don't want to get pregnant. So uh, many of the options that we've spoken about may very well be appropriate for these women in the perimenopausal years. Again, taking into consideration individual nuances that might have bearing. 
I see. You know, some of our listeners um, are aware or have been told over the years that the traditional birth control pill, if you will, could perhaps help, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, with some cramping or some probably menstruation issues out there. The longer-term options that are newer that you've mentioned, do they happen to have that benefit or not necessarily? Well, one wonderful benefit of the five-year IUD called Morena is that it does help with dysfunctional bleeding. So for women who have very heavy menses, that particular IUD is helpful and indicated for that reason. I see. Um, And obviously we cover a lot of news topics here on Let's Talk America Radio. So excited to have the one and only Dr. Alyssa Dweck on with us. Again, she is an acclaimed OBGYN, also assistant clinical professor of OBGYN at Mount Sinai um, Hospital School of Medicine out of New York. Very excited to have you on. Now, as we consider the different options um, that are out there, are there some necessarily that perhaps would be more ideal for younger women versus older women, or that's just something that women have to decide on their own with their partners and also with the physician. I think you brought up all the right points. So for younger women, again, who have not had children yet and who want reversible contraception, they have various options which do include that Skyla IED that I did mention. I want to bring up one point, especially for the younger women, but really for everybody, is that none of these options are going to protect against sexually transmitted infections. So condoms are are really the way to go uh, when it comes to that type of prevention measure. Yes. You know, uh, Dr. what we have, again, listeners of different generations, different backgrounds, different career interests. Uh, but one of the things we continue to get messages from our listeners, and we've covered topics on this, is uh, topics of infertility. Okay, as women uh, pursue their careers, um, they are getting in relationships, serious relationships and marriages later on in life. Uh, there is an urban myth out there, and I'm sure you're aware of it being an OBGYN, that some individuals are being told if they're staying on birth control long term, it could perhaps hinder their ability to have children when they're ready. Is there any truth to that or any research that backs that up? Well, I think it's so important to recognize that for women, probably the, the, the risk factor for infertility that affects us all is age. Okay. So it, as the older that you get, particularly after 35 and most notably after 40, okay. fertility is naturally going to decline. So if you're on birth control of any variety for years and years and then eventually go off and now 10 or 15 years has passed, your fertility will naturally have declined on its own. So that's an important distinction from saying that whatever birth control you were on has caused infertility. Also, keep in mind that some women go on different forms of birth control and have additional risk factors that might affect their fertility. For example, endometriosis or irregular menstrual cycles or something along that line that might in and of itself affect fertility. And so coming off birth control of any variety, those issues are going to represent themselves. I see. Great information. So excited and honored to have you on. One last question. I know it's burning on someone's mind out there. You know it. At IUDs, you mentioned it. Um, obviously, people may be more familiar with the birth control pill, but things are changing, obviously. Do IUDs have any hormones in them as the birth control pill do? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, the two IUDs that do have hormones secrete progesterone, yes. and this helps to thin the uterine lining okay. and also thicken cervical mucus and prevent sperm from uh, being modal uh, to achieve pregnancy. So those are the way that those hormone IUDs work to prevent pregnancy. 
And from your professional opinion, just as effective as your traditional birth control pill? Well, actually a little bit more effective because they wow. are more than 99% effective because think about it, you don't have to remember to take a pill every okay. day. You don't have to go to a pharmacy once a month and pick up your pack of pills. So the risk of human error uh, is, is lowered and the efficacy is quite high. Wow, what a very good information. Hope we keeping everyone informed. Uh, Dr. Weck, before you leave us, where can our national and international listeners go for more information about what you discussed with us tonight? Thank you. Well, please speak to your health care provider. That's most important. And for information on the uh, Skyla IUD that I mentioned, you could go to skyla-us.com. Thank you so much. We appreciate you here on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you. Read with us. Avant-Garde Books is a new, independent, online bookseller that offers a wide variety of literature for readers of all ages. We sell new and used books for great prices. Tired of huge shipping costs? Customers save money with us because shipping is absolutely free no matter where you are in the world. And with our Customer Rewards Program, you can earn free books throughout the year. Ready to read? Go to A-B-A-N-T-G-A-R-D-E books.net to save you time and money. Again, that's A-B-A-N-T-G-A-R-D-E books.net. Read, be enlightened, be transformed with avantgardebooks.net. Welcome back, listeners of your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. You know, uh, we put the spotlight on the issues that matter to you, and many of you are veterans, and you're also family members of veterans. And the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs recently proposed new regulations to address the current delays facing veterans in need of health care through the Veterans Health Administration and better serve American veterans. Now, by providing direct access to nurse practitioner care at VA facilities nationwide, Americans, uh, veterans, will be able to receive faster, higher quality care. Now, the focus of this new rule is allowing actually advanced um, professional registered nurses, including those that are nurse practitioners, to work to the full scope of their education and clinical training. And according to statistics, over half a million veterans are waiting more than 30 days for care. Nearly 300,000 are waiting 31 to 60 days for health care. Wow, this this is pretty hard-hitting. Um, right now, I know I have someone on with us that is an expert. She knows a lot about uh, the medical community and ways to help our veterans. I'm talking about the only, one and only, Dr. Cindy Cook. Dr. Cook, welcome to Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Oh, what an honor. I do want to note to our national and international audience that you are the president of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners, and so excited and honored to have you on. Now, let's get down right to it. Uh, What issues uh, are the VA system currently facing? What's going on over there? Because we've heard rumors, but what's the truth? Well, veterans are waiting for health care, and there just are not enough providers or clinicians to provide the care that they so desperately need. And so the VA proposal um, is to standardize or level set care across VA facilities regardless of where they are geographically located because some um, of the VAs have a much longer wait time than others. So okay. standardized care across the nation. 
Wow. I mean, because we've heard the rumors out there of knowing veterans that we care about who said it takes a while to actually get on the books to see someone. Now, would the proposed rule uh, provide a solution in your professional opinion? Um, I, I do think it, it does, yes. It's a zero risk, zero delay, zero cost solution to make sure that veterans have access to the health care provider of their choice, and it will definitely reduce wait times in, in the VA system. Wow. You know, many of our listeners come from different industries. Some are medical, and uh, many are not. Now, I use the acronym APRN, and I did say they were advanced um, professional registered nurses, but what exactly does that mean, right? Because, uh, you know, many of our listeners are patients at places, and and they'll say, well, you know, that's a nurse, and this is a nurse. Distinguish for us what exactly um, is an advanced professional registered nurse. I'd be glad to. It actually stands for Advanced Practice Registered Nurse. Okay, so thank you. We all start as registered nurse. No, that's fine. Uh, I like professional because I would. I'd like. To, I think we are as well. Um, but we are registered nurses first, and then we go on to hold advanced degrees, whether okay. it's the master's or doctoral level. Wow. We have national certification yeah. and years of academic and clinical education. And wow. as a nurse practitioner, we do provide clinical assessments. Okay. We order and interpret diagnostic test results. We make a diagnosis. We initiate and prescribe treatment plans, including prescribing medications. And all of this is to provide patient-centered care. Wow, which um, is very important, the patient uh, central care, centered care rather. Now, tell me this. Typically speaking, as someone like yourself, you're a nurse practitioner, um, and you so eloquently described um, those highly trained men and women that are, I'm assuming that they have a good amount of years of experience. Would that be true to say? Um, the vast majority have a number of years of experience. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Wow, and that's interesting. Now, what areas of care um, can um, nurse practitioners, your fellow colleagues, cover? Well, nurse practitioners are in every area of care, but the vast majority of nurse practitioners um, are family nurse practitioners and and adult nurse practitioners, so they are truly in primary care. But they're also found in many specialty areas as well. Yes. You know, uh, many of us know veterans, but many of us also know um, many of the dynamics they face, uh, some challenges. Not all veterans suffer from PTSD. Um, We know that. I know you would know that better than I, being a medical professional and provider. But um, some do, obviously, and some continuing to come back from overseas or even domestically experiencing it. Um, I would assume, obviously, your fellow colleagues um, would be trained and able to handle uh, those certain challenges. Dr. Cook? Um. Absolutely. We also have, uh, I mean, psych mental health nurse practitioners who definitely address these issues every day. um, I am sure that um, I know that I have had multiple training sessions on PTSD as well as as other um, psychological events that have um, plagued our veterans for for decades, but especially um, over the past 10 to 15 years. Okay. The, the rate is very high. Wow. 
I know this new rule um, proposal sounds like it, it would be vital. Um, any advice for someone listening in right now? Uh, perhaps they're a veteran, perhaps they're the spouse, a partner of a veteran, Dr. Cook, and they are frustrated um, with a system um, that they believe, they, they perhaps believe, and I've spoken with some people that does not think it's fair, uh, maybe the wait time and, and lack of service and getting on the wait list. Any advice, a pearls of wisdom, or words of encouragement for them uh, during this period? I know where um, the, the VA is, you know, accepting comments and proposals on this new rule. Um, absolutely. The first thing I would say is to make your voice heard and to go to veteransdeservecare.org. Okay. And there is a place there that you can actually submit comments directly to the Federal Register yes. or the VA, directly to the VA. And so make your voice heard as to um, your your story, how, how that has um, been impacted by waiting for that care. Wow. And for anyone out there, veteran or non-veteran, um, that has not been to the physician, of gone to see a nurse practitioner or a physician assistant um, in years, and they're saying, well, I'm fine, and if something was wrong, then I would have uh, symptoms or to be symptomatic. I know uh, you're a medical provider. I'm not, Dr. Cook, but clearly there can be underlining issues that don't necessarily show signs, such as hypertension or other conditions. Any advice for those who are sitting and saying, hey, I don't, I don't need to go to uh, any medical practice to find out what's wrong? Well, you are absolutely right. There are so many um, issues that are silent until it's too late. And um, stroke is, is one of those things that um, is very silent, as well as heart attacks and heart cardiovascular disease. So checking your blood pressure and some basic labs um, are very helpful and preventive in care so that you can work on changing some lifestyle things, healthy eating habits, regular exercise. Okay. Um, adequate sleep and those kinds of things to keep right. yourself very healthy. Okay. Wow. So take those preventative measures instead of being reactive, right? Absolutely. Being proactive is much, much better. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and I'm sure you would um, echo what other medical providers like yourself have come on and said that um, if if there's anything that comes up, any problems, um, such as cancer or anything like that, you have at least time on your side for any um, solutions, right? Because if you go in too late, uh, you have limited resources and uh, perhaps limited options, Dr. Cook. Absolutely. Your choices are definitely decreased if, it, if you know, a malignancy or a cancer is found in a late stage. Wow. Uh, remind our national and international listeners again, uh, Dr. Cindy Cook, again, I do want to point out um, that this highly trained and informative guest that we just had on the show um, is the uh, president of the Nurse Association, uh, American Association of Nurse Practitioners um, here. And remind us where our listeners can go for more information on this topic. Yes, ma'am. The um, listeners can go to veteransdeservecare.org and submit their comments directly to the VA, and we appreciate that. We feel awesome. like our veterans really deserve that care. Wow. And, and just I know you're with your um, amazing organization. Where can some of our listeners go if they're interested in more information on um, your uh, organization, again, the American Association of Nurse Practitioners? Sure. You can find out all kinds of information about nurse practitioners and what we do at aanp.org. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Cook, for joining us on Let's Talk America Radio. Our veterans matter, and we certainly appreciate you providing some vital information. Thank you very much. 
Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Well, welcome back, everyone, and that's an official wrap for tonight's edition of Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. Remember, we offer news talk for every single member of your household. We will be back on this Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and the one and only WAEC Love 860 AM radio station out of Atlanta, Georgia. Do check us out, okay? Visit www.ltaradio.com for more information, and of course, we will be back on next Tuesday night also. Now, if you want to listen to any part of this show or you want to listen to the entire show again, please do. You can go to iTunes, SoundCloud. You can also go to TuneIn or you can simply visit our website to listen to it again. It's all free, no strings attached. Now, you know we love timely news, great talk, and also inspirational and moving music on Let's Talk America Radio. And tonight, I'm so excited to introduce a debut on the show. The song is titled I Praise You All the Time and the artist is based out of Arlington, Texas. His name is Impact and this particular selection features vocalist Crystal Cameron. Okay, so thank you to all of our independent artists, those on mid-side labels and also those on major labels. Thank you for continuing to submit music to your family radio talk show, Let's Talk America Radio. As always, hello to all of the publicists out there and hello, Nikki Smith out of Texas. All right, everyone, the music of impact will close us out. Do stay informed, okay? It's important that we know and we are aware of the issues and topics. Keep the conversation going. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton is an entity of Pageant and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2016. Views of the guests are their own. They do not reflect those of the staff of Let's Talk America Radio. Your name higher. They say I worship.
to nothing I see an empire Maybe it's my desire to give unto my messiah What's burning deep within me Calling Holy Ghost fire You will never see me without Jesus in my life You see he died and paid that price So who am I to read that Christ Another but a scattered individual Which I've added to prove Living for the physical contemplating the rules Woo! I need you Jesus Die, the thrill of a dope thing One look at the king, that's really what dope means I got it, like six made in your project Like choppers was a narcotic Now six ain't nothing exotic I promise, I was there before we saved me But now I turn to lesson learned from a greater being I'm chasing greater things, y'all know what greater means Simply life with the king, life without him would be in the sea, watch me battle the breeze, Lord I'm down on my knees, pull me from the debris, the life that I was living it could jeopardize, crucify my flesh, I surrender mine. 